He's the amazing Dr. Gray. He's Mr. Organized. He can organize your life, too. And if rash develops, discontinue use. Then there's a long-term cause, such as waste disposal. I don't know if you're familiar with who runs that business, but I assure you it's not the Boy Scout. This is the world-famous Strictly Business Show with me, Dr. J, the sexiest business show in the world with all the business love you really need strictly dr j strictly d-o-c-t-o-r-a-j.com and that'd be my trend my thread feed right thread okay i gotta i want to say trend so thread that's good stuff by mark zucky baby let's not underestimate him though he's winning this battle like we talked about mike g over the break he released it at the right time and uh a lot of good marketing. Now he's got your Facebook, Instagram, and he'll have your um, thread account as well. So uh, he's doing some serious Masters of the Universe thing. Yeah, so it's, you know, don't get it twisted. Uh, it's, you know, after the whole metaverse fiasco, people were really questioning Zuckerberg's business skills. But I think, you know, if you take that metaverse disaster out of the equation between Facebook, between him buying Instagram, and for threads now, especially how it was released, I think that Zuckerberg's pretty good at business. Well, Metaverse was going to consume us 24 hours a day. So at least he's letting us have some free time to ourselves. Okay, let's get to some Strictly headlines. Okay, we're going to start off in postal business. The price of a postal stamp is going up, up, and away. Say what? I said a first-class stamp is making first-class increases. (laughs) Stop it. These price adjustments are needed to provide the Postal Service with much-needed revenue, the agency said in a statement. (laughs) I said, stop it. The change goes into effect today, raising the cost of mailing a first-class letter by about 5.4%. The Postal Service said the hike was necessary to offset a rise in operating expenses. That's all you had to say. (laughs) The U.S. Postal Service will increase prices on a first-class mail stamp from 63 cents, Mike G, to 66 cents. Okay, Mike G, let's go back and edit this. We want to refile this correctly for under postal slash who cares business. <laughs> I guess I could call my grandmother, Lula Mae Gray, who just turned 97 years young and blow her socks off. Maybe we can go to the senior homes and tell everybody about this and have them just look crazy at us. And <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't purchased a stamp in years. I don't need a stamp. I pay my bills online. I don't know why this is a thing and it's only three extra cents so um i don't know how this raised revenue or whatever just go ahead and market it two dollars who cares not gonna buy it anyway when's the last time you bought a stamp mike g well uh, here at the office we have one of those postal machines so we just refill it you know as needed but like you said though i mean that's because no one sends mail out anymore and when demand goes down you gotta raise prices to stay competitive so uh, it is what it is uh, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> okay, just giving you the business news you may or may not need. All right, let's move over to showbiz business. Two and a half years after Meghan Markle and Prince Harry announced an exclusive podcast deal with Spotify, the couple's team has announced that the partnership has come to an end. <laughs> The news comes after the Wall Street Journal reported that Spotify would not renew Megan's interview series. Say what? I said Spotify has had enough with when 
Harry met Megan. Lazy half-assed. You need a role model. The deal was said to be worth about $20 million. Say what? And when this deal first started, they released a holiday theme episode. Say what? But further content didn't come for a year and a half later. <laughs> People familiar with the matter said the couple did not reach the productivity benchmarks that would lead to the full payout. And ultimately, the partnership led to only 13 podcast episodes. Lazy half-assed. You need a role model. That's all you had to say. <laughs> now, I know we make this look easy, me and Mike G doing podcasts and radio shows, but uh, you actually have to put in the work. And I mean, $20 million is a huge incentive, but it just shows you when people in the workplace talk about it's always about the money. Is it really about the money? Because they got offered $20 million to sit and do this from their living room and they didn't do it. Uh, can I get that deal? No, $1.3 million an episode. Yeah. Bill Simmons, who uh, you know co-founded The Ringer, which was bought by Spotify. And in that deal, he became a high ranking executive at Spotify on his podcast. He called them, quote, effing grifters because also it was revealed that the specifically the podcast that Meghan Markle did where she interviewed celebrities they did the interview after the fact so this is how this works is that the celebrity comes on a producer actually asks the question then Meghan comes in probably from her yacht after the fact and then overlays her questions over the producer's questions which is fraud after they force her to do it, yeah, right? $20 million. Lazy half-assed. You need a role model. <laughs> well, there you go. I guess they're not hurting for money that much. Okay, moving on to don't blame it on the alcohol business. Gen Zers are drinking noticeably less than other age groups overall, but even less at concerts. Say what? I said it's not that they can't hold their liquor. They don't want to hold their liquor. Snare! No! According to a new report from Billboard, members of the demographic born between 1997 and 2012 have been drinking a reduced amount of alcohol, which is impacting smaller live concert venue owners. What the hell is going on? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, there's a 25% reduction in alcohol sales among Gen Zer crowds at live events in comparison to older generations. Lazy half-assed. You need a role model. <laughs> Now, Daniel Dana Frank, CEO and president of concert venue and promotion company First Avenue Productions, spoke about the issue. And he said they're either eating edibles before they come or there's more of a sober mental health focus. You just got your asses whipped by a bunch of damn nerds. Nerds! <laughs> Most of the ticket prices go to the band, so all these venues have to rely on really is food and alcohol and beverages. So apparently all this clean living isn't good for a sustainable revenue stream. That's all you had to say. <laughs> so the demographic drinks 20% less than millennials, while millennials are also drinking less than Gen Xers and baby boomers. So Mike G, uh, you're a millennial, right? Are you drinking? Are you, you're, you're drinking less well, not me personally, you but I mean, I'm on the I'm on the cusp. I'm, I'm right on the cusp. <laughs> Put your beard down between, between <laughs> Gen X and Millennial. It, you're right, though. I mean, well, it's also the venues for part of the venues fault as well when you're charging thirteen dollars for a drink too. But yeah, most of the concerts <laughs> that I go to now, it's just you know the kids out there just smoking that sticky icky icky. When you walk in there, it just you know it smells like uh, Otto's jacket, and I think that's what they're doing. And also. 
One thing I want to say, too, is that, you know, our generation, well, at least my generation, the D.A.R.E. program, yeah, that didn't work. But what did work was all the public service <laughs> announcements about drunk driving. You know, all those grizzled videos you saw in sophomore year of, like, you know, blood on the highway mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And also seeing people who do get DUIs, especially here in California, you know, our friends, we all know people who've gotten DUIs. It's terrible. You can't drive for a year. It costs, like, yeah. 20 grand. And so that's that's been a deterrent. So that's why I think a lot of young people would much prefer to smoke that fire than actually to get drunk and risk getting a DUI or killing yourself on the way home. Or killing somebody. I've had two friends die of drunk drivers. So, yeah, it's not really working much, but it's nice that some people are taking responsibility for it. So, well, we'll see what happens on that. But, uh, I mean, maybe they should sell healthier stuff then, you know, and charge 13 bucks for a soda, which I'm sure they do. <laughs> but who wants to pay $13 for a soda? Okay, so that's it for Strictly Business headlines. Now, before we go to, to break, I want to sneak this one in, Mike G. Costco in retail business is cracking down on membership sharing. Now, sometimes Dr. J has been accused of being overeducated with my doctorate degree and everything. So I want to go over this quickly and make sure I'm not missing something. They said Costco is cracking down on membership sharing. They said people shopping without the membership is... Uh, no longer tolerated. They check your ID when you go to the register and pay. And actually, I'm an avid Costco shopper, so they check your ID before you can get in the building. And now they're asking for photo ID if you don't have it on the back of your card and you should have it on the back of your card. I take a great Costco picture, by the way. My Costco pictures are famous behind the card. But they said that they don't want non-members to uh, get the value of shopping there. And they said the bulk of their earnings comes from membership fees, which can go from $60 an annual fee to the big high tier plan, which Dr. J has is $120 a year. Now I spend about $500 a month on Costco. So are you saying Costco that my $120 is more important than my $500 a month? Because if I loan my card to Mike G, Mike G, are you Costco membership? I, I have something to say about this, but continue. Okay, if I loan it to you, you're a non-member and you spend $500 a month. The, I, silly me, I thought the bulk of the expense was the money. Would you care if I loan my car out to five, six different people? They're going to spend more than the membership is worth. So what the hell? Am I reading this wrong? This, I, is something wrong with me? This freaking sucks, Dr. J, because I, I'm a, I understand why you spend so much money at Costco, because you have a family. You have strapping sons that, are, you know, I'm sure eat like 10,000 calories a day. I'm a single oh, man. Yeah. All right. You know, if I go to Costco, I go to Costco maybe twice a year. And that actually doesn't work because I have to pay my membership pretty much every time I go. So this is terrible. I used to get my dad's card, my mom's card, go there, get my pull of sausage, get you know various other sundries and items. And now they're cracking down just like Netflix did. And like you said, you know, come on, you're, you have, you're selling probably billions of dollars of merchandise a year and you still need all that yeah. extra mailbox money just by the, the memberships. Really, this bothers me. You need my beer money. My $120 is beer money compared to what I actually spend in the store. So I don't get so I'm not crazy, right? Because I had to check the source of this article to make sure it wasn't like fake news because I can't believe they're actually complaining about this. This is part of your is this some strategy for your stockholders? I don't know. I, I don't understand uh, where yeah, this is it's... coming from. Was somebody high when they did this? You're crazy, but not about this, Dr. J. Okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> Just to make sure. So if my $120 beer, I mean, the, what the money I spend with my family, you would think I could go for free. Jeez. Okay. You got the Strictly Business Show with me, Dr. J, the sexiest business show in the world. 